2: Woo. The kids do, the sucker.
0: do I have everybody's attention now? Yeah, I hear you, CM Punk. Welcome back to the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&D, and we're back again for another wrestling podcast. And joining me on the podcast here is the co-host, the man, the myth, the reality, q flow the Rookie.
2: What's going on, everybody? We are here. We are back. Uh, my, I, <laughs> I'll take blame for the delay. Kingdom Hearts came out. My bad.
0: <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 came out, and I ain't even see this man. He ain't even yeah. say bye. He just left, uh, you know. It was like, I came home one day, and the note was on the dresser saying, I'm sorry nah, to say any. Y'all
2: remember that scene in Fresh Prince where he just came home to an empty house? Yeah, my bad,
0: <laughs> my bad, why you don't love me, man, okay, but you know, I say. <laughs> and also joining us on this podcast as well, is not Deion Sanders, because he can't play two sports in one day, but, primetime,
1: what's going on everybody, it's me, it's me, it's the P-I-I-M-E,
0: exactly, and uh, for those out there, you know, because you know we we having all these celebrities on our podcast and stuff, make sure y'all guys go check out American Soul, something that you know Prime worked on. So you know, uh, make sure y'all check that out if y'all want to know the story about Soul Train and Doc O'Neill is. come on, BT was it every Tuesday? Yeah, every Tuesday. Yeah. So the first episode already came out. So episode three will be up this Tuesday as well. I will. I'll uh, be checking out the replay because I'll be watching Smackdown mostly. But you know, yeah, make sure you guys go check that out. You know, Prime did all right.
1: Please let us get to season two so we can get to the 90s. That's all I'm asking.
0: Dude, we doing seasons?
1: All I want to ask, I just want to get to the 90s. That's all I'm asking.
0: Bruh, I don't need Shamar Moore in them tight leather pants.
1: No, no, no. I want to get to the boys to men and. Maybe ABC, I want to get to them people. That they it. All I need is boys to men, oh. for a Philly. Look. And maybe Ayesha, and I'm done. That's
0: it. I swear, just because you work with them, we don't need all these new edition spin-offs. Not it's a spin just have them on eight, sold on American I, Soul. I, when you said the nineties, out of everybody that came out in the nineties, the first thing you said is ABC. <laughs> <laughs> which is definitely a Michael Bivens Day, and Boys the Men, which is Boys the Men, but it's still a Michael Bivens Day. That that's is crazy because um, he, he
2: said ABC. I thought he was talking about like Jackson 5.
0: I'm like, oh. Hey, uh, okay. like, 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 that's it. No, he's talking about another bad creation, them badass kids. Don't nobody oh, care about them Lord. kids. <laughs> he, my, my man he, he he look I want new edition now, new edition tomorrow, and new edition forever. So uh I'm just saying, look, if they're going to do season two, then they got to do their pace a little bit better. You can't start the first episode in 2012 and then I got to wait all the seasons to get up to that point. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be a yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's going it, to be a road, man. But you know what? Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seated Wrestling Podcast. And, you know, we got a lot to talk about since we missed last week. And before we get into all this gritty stuff that came out last week and this week, we got to give it up to pay the bills to the sponsors of spaces philly make sure you guys check out spaces the production company we are a part of and check out the awesome podcast they got on there along with both sides and lulu and pop along with our podcast that we got on there as well the no gimmicks Needed wrestling podcast the nerd gas talk podcast turntables hip-hop culture and beyond make sure you check out their latest episode it was on delay but the latest episode should be up. By the time you listen to this uh, it it would have been up already on that Saturday. So, but for y'all, we're recording this on Friday. Y'all could be able to listen to it tomorrow morning. Uh, make sure you check out also "Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues" as well. We, we get some good deep conversations on that as well. So, and uh, make sure you guys check us out on all the podcast apps, to, uh, Stitcher. Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, Google Play, and Speaker, along with us on YouTube or YouTube Premium. Make sure you guys check it out free for about a week and then pay $9.99 a month if you guys want to listen to podcasts on YouTube. I don't blame you. I listen to my horror stories and stuff like that on YouTube as well. So, guys, we're we're wrestling. We are at the countdown of WrestleMania 35. I am with Qflow that we gotta find a way to get some fucking tickets.
2: We gotta get in the. Yo, they start at like a hunt. Stub Hub. They start at like 120 something. Yes, the no bleeds, but it's WrestleMania.
0: It, bro. That's,
2: that's 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 worth the nosebleed.
0: I don't know how you got the hookup for Royal Rumble last time, but I'm trying to be up on your hookup. Okay? So, Stub Hub. Stub Hub. Okay. Because <laughs> look, we, I gotta save money. I just dropped. Fifteen hundred to get my garage tore down, and I got to, and I gotta drop another fifteen hundred. I already paid half today, and then I come next week and pay. I gotta pay the other half. So, and then I gotta pay my uh homeowners and uh, my property tax. So we looking a little rough, but you know what? If there's a will, yeah. there's a way. Yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna do the best you know, I can it, to get to WrestleMania. Luckily for us,
2: it's that beautiful time called tax season
0: yeah but unfortunately for us we got somebody in office who's taking it all away Uh, yeah I mean people have been doing taxes and other than swag on zero because you know he probably did it wrong everybody ain't been getting back what they usually get thank you tax codes uh, you're amazing so Uh, I mean look hey I ain't trying to put well, a damper look, on there. I'm just we'll, saying. We'll get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get into existence. we going to get there. Bro, look. Like King said, I may not get there with you, but we as a people are going to get to the promised land. It's coming. All right. saying, it's coming. Let's go. But you know, speaking of promised lands, man, we got a new one on the horizon. And they go by the name of AEW. AEW Vince ain't shake his knee ain't shake this much since the Royal Rumble 2005 when he still broke both his quads. His knees ain't shake that much since then. So I thought you was gonna
1: say Stacy Keel, but you did well. I mean, Stacy
0: Kid don't make my legs shake like Tory Wilson do, so you know that's just a biased opinion to me. But <laughs> I, uh, that's just really biased. But AEW. It, it, it they got the man running. The man over here giving guaranteed deals. He's sitting there trying to push Mojo Riley. I'm just saying, like you know, this things is happening in the world, so people won't go. Whoa, the whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa, whoa! All the pushes that's going on. You say Mojo Riley?
0: Because you know when you scare, when you start pushing a, an obscure superstar out of nowhere. Oh, My speaking man, of
1: one superstar. We got one where's that Mojo Riley
0: that's getting pushed right now. Oh yeah, the one who's talking to himself in the mirror, looking like Bob Ross. That guy.
1: <laughs> so we got Mojo Riley. We got Kurt Hawkins getting the push.
0: Like like, bruh. Like are you that scared? i let Kurt Hawkins go. But, you know, with all these scares happening, you I know, don't know how
2: Kurt Hawkins still has a job. Last I checked, Vince Fy- Oh, never mind.
0: Never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, it's all yeah, good though, yeah. because you know what? Because we sitting back, we chilling, that's what Cody and the Young Bucks are doing. So over in Vegas, AEW had their another press conference, uh, getting ready for Double or Nothing because Double Nothing is going to be in Vegas. And they also showed some more people that they signed and the, the certain companies that they're going to uh, collaborate with, which is OWE. Now, is that now? For, forgive me, but isn't that uh, Oriental Wrestling Entertainment? Yeah, yeah. I ain't never heard anybody but old southern people use the word oriental until I see this company come up and I and, and I was so oblivious like wait a minute is that really what it say cuz I thought that was just like you know ignorant but uh they have that and uh AAA you know and I was like oh now don't work with AAA I love to see some of the talent from AAA come over there so we got a lot of new uh, signees that came on there. And one of the uh, one of the ones that came to my mind was Sonny Kiss got signed to AEW. And at first, I was like, is that the transgender one? No, that's just a gay man. And I was just like, oh, shit. So they got a, I mean, full-on blown Orlando Jordan over there. And then they got a, also the first ever transgender wrestler. Now, I know
1: yeah,
0: I was confused at first, I was I thought Sonny Kiss was a transgender. Because
1: when they brought him out, they said, here, they said, here is your women's division. And then they brought him out. And then they kept saying him. So I was like, is, is it a him or what's going on here?
0: Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. But it just, it turns out, <laughs> even in the indies, he is just a gay guy. An extremely yeah. gay guy. So I'm like, okay. I have all no right. pro- I have no problem with them you know signing the LBG you know T community I know Vince is not gonna do it but I'm just saying but I know I'm glad that they're breaking. Vince up. is
2: not gonna do it but he had Finn Balor never
0: mind. No, there's he wants difference. to support them but he don't want to have any. He, 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 oh okay, all, yeah, right, all, right, all right. I'm about to say not they can do it too well you know what I'm saying <laughs> like i like, look he already looks like he got the Velveteen Dream right.
2: Wait wait. Well, well, never mind, never mind.
0: I I, I get it, I get it now. Because I was about to say Sonya Deville, but... No, no. Never mind. Sonya is a badass, you know, a a lesbian. But, like, when it comes to, like, gay characters in the WWE, they have never gotten over good. And and the fucked up thing is, the guys that weren't gay did gay better than the gay guys. Yeah, like Billy Gunn. Yeah, like, Billy Gunn, Goldust... Velveteen Dream all do gay better than Orlando Jordan and Darren Young. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, what? So, but, you know, props to Sonny Kiss for going over there and getting signed. You know, she got a big reaction. I didn't know she was going to get or he was going to get that kind of reaction in that wrestling, uh, you know, fan base in Vegas. But, you know, I mean, hey, I, oh, damn, I just thought about it. I just thought about what? it. What? Oh, they they, they going to have some Joy Ryan shit with, with, with Sonny. They're going to have fun with that. <laughs> Joey gonna, Ryan is not. I don't, I don't think Joey Ryan's going to.
1: I don't think he's going to get signed. They he will does.
0: bring him back just to do some shit with Sonny Kiss. and sh- He or she, will, whoever they want to be called, will go balls to the wall in that. And I'm like, you know what? Don't do that. Not that I, I had no problem with Sonny Kiss. I have a problem with Joey Ryan. Okay, so that's, you know... Yeah, we know. (laughs) That's the issue. Uh, The the transgender one, though, I don't know what their name is.
1: It's it's, uh, Nyla Rose, I think.
0: Now, okay, so is she... Was she once a woman became a man or once a man became a woman?
1: Man became a woman.
0: Okay. Well, hey, look, first transgender, I mean talk about barrier breaking We are they are really doing it over there in AEW and I, I think that's really going to bring a unique audience to wrestling that has never been part of that before so I think that's, I think that's really good for the wrestling business and the company also we got a nice uh, press conference from Hangman Page who will be taking on Pac at Double or Nothing and in my personal opinion this Double or Nothing card is looking way better than All In is then all in looked, and I'm like I'm actually excited to. I, I want to see Double or Nothing. I, I actually may order that so we can all watch uh, Double or Nothing. I, I I don't know if it come on pay per view or not. It should, but because uh, I'll definitely support it. Because I liked All In, but this card is looking a, a lot better to me. Uh, they signed they signed the the Triple A Cruiserweight Champion. What is it? Um.
1: Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, yeah, yeah, Sammy, G-
0: G- yeah. yeah. Sammy G- Guevara, yeah. is he good, Brian?
1: He's, he's straight, like, he, I would say he's like, uh, how can I put this, he's, he's a vanilla midget, basically,
0: well, I mean, I can hear about 20 of those, but I'm just saying, uh, I'm saying, uh, flippy, flippy, extra flippy, okay, like Flip Gordon, yeah, but less less springboards are just more unnecessary flips.
1: Like uh, uh, oh, Osprey.
0: Oh. No, Matt I Side. like Hooven two,
1: moving
0: two, moving two, times two. Oh damn! Okay. Oh wow! All right. Uh, we also get a uh the, the young bucks up there for the press conference, and then they get interrupted. And they bring out best, What is the the thing with best, best friends?
2: friends.
0: I don't like Best Friends at all. I'm sorry. I don't like... Even when I see them in Ring of Honor, when I went to the Ring of Honor live shows. I'm just like, I don't get this team. I don't get it.
1: <laughs> I think they're just jerks who are Best Friends. Like, I don't understand either,
0: but... Look, I'm just like, like that, why are y'all in my tag division? Like that—that That is a tag gimmick that will work on Raw right now. It's like yeah, especially
1: when they when they it, put it, their it, hands in the It's already
2: on raw. It's called the B
0: team. Ex- exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, that's what it is. I'm just like uh, I don't I don't get it, but it don't matter because my boys came out. My boys, the Lucha Bros, Co Emoil, Yo, I'm telling you, every time Pentagon, they gotta, they gotta match at Impact. They, coming up. Oh yeah, what well, now? Their contract, what I'm hearing, is that they can still perform at Impact. And uh, AAA, and I i don't know if they, they're done with Lucha Underground or not. I'm not sure who got killed off or not, but uh, that's the one no, thing about AEW. They can sign there, but still yeah, do commitment at other dope. places. So, yeah.
1: yeah, I think Lucha, I mean, not Lucha, but Lucha Brothers, I think, are one of the only ones that only have one that's not exclusive. Like, they can wrestle anywhere and still wrestle AEW.
0: Exactly, and they came out and took out the Young Bucks game gave uh, Matt Jackson a package pile driver right yeah. on the stage. I'm like, what? I'm
1: surprised he took that ball.
0: Exactly. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? On the stage? Okay. So, if, if I can get a Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks at Double or Nothing and you give that match like 20 minutes, bruh, I can't wait to see that. Cause I, now, prior now, time, you have been more up on the indie scene than I have than Q-Flow have. Have they ever... Linked up before? Yeah, a
1: couple times. Uh, they had a match in Mexico that was real good. It was shot weird though, so it was kind of hard to pay attention. They had a, I think they had a ladder match, but that was like a, like a triple threat ladder match where they 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 fall many a times.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. So I am. Uh...
1: Okay, well, one thing though, like you know, one, you know the that super kick that they do to the Briscoes and both of them will be on their knees. Yeah, and they super kick them back. They they did that first to the Lucha Brothers.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. All right. So, so you know, they, they got put, a history. So, with that being said, you know, uh, one of the young bucks was saying was they want to put tag team wrestling in the main event. And do you guys believe that tag team wrestling should be in the main event? So they take tag team wrestling very, very seriously over there, opposed to <laughs> someone has to, so, exactly. Has to. So opposed I, to raw. Yeah, exactly, so I'm kind of curious. Like, will we see other? Popular- what that's
1: supposed to mean Q Flow. Huh? <laughs> what that supposed to mean? Yo, like SmackDown. What, what? SmackDown has the same tag teams. Just because they have good matches,
0: don't mean I want to see the same three tag teams all the time. But you know what, though, I would rather what? watch the same three on
2: SmackDown than the same five on Raw. <laughs> okay, I, you
0: got a point. I have to agree with that but I, I'm curious with them saying that and with them, you know, especially having a little bit of. The piece of the pie to be in charge here. I want to know what other tag teams we can see in AEW. Like, will we see the Briscoes? Will we see uh, hell the the uh, the Tongans? Where are my
1: Tongans at? Exactly.
0: Yep. Like, nah, get... I they gonna stay. They gonna
1: stay in New Japan. Yeah, they gonna stay for sure. Will we see LAX? Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. That's that's
2: that's
0: cutting it. Never mind.
1: I can see. I don't see them. I don't see LAX. I see the OGs rather than LAX, like Hernandez and Homicide.
0: Oh, man, I don't let it see. I mean, because, look, if they if they will allow them to work, still work with Impact Wrestling, I don't see why not have them come over and work at AEW. Because eventually now you're going to need some kind of, like, names. You can get all the indie stars. Yeah, that's good. But, you know, you, you want to start getting some names. And despite what Jericho said or anything like that, they, they know business. And they know when a lot of these contracts are up in – April at WrestleMania for a lot of these WWE guys, bruh. I would, especially when y'all got the money to do it, I'm automatically going out there for the Usos. I say pull the trigger. Yeah, go out there for the Usos, go out there for Dean Ambrose, go out there for, you know, because you need these kind of names that got got this kind of exposure. And I'm just saying, look, if they can do that and then say if they land like a decent TV deal, say it like, all of a sudden, they're saying, "Hey, we're going to be on TBS." I don't know how they got back on there, but I'm just saying it's a possibility. I don't know if Jericho says he's confident in where the TV deal is going to land at, and it's not going to be on a channel that nobody ever heard of. Impact Wrestling. So, you know, I think that I think that that will work out for them. Uh, also, uh, in during the press conference. We got, uh, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Soul Cow Uncensored came out. And also that. Uh, yes, the CU. Uh, yes. The, the, I think it was the owner or the guy behind the, or the OWE. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. The,
2: it was the owner and co owner, I think, of uh, OWE.
0: Yeah, and it looks like they challenged them to a six man match at uh, double or nothing. <laughs> I'm like, you know what, Christopher Davis has probably gotta be one of the greatest workers that never worked in WWE. Well,
1: technically, he did have a tryout match and all that kind of stuff, but you, I
0: know what you mean. Oh yeah,
1: because no, they always have that where they have somebody, they be like, "Oh, nah, you ain't good enough." You can have a tryout match, but you, we don't, we don't see your potential. Then, like five years later or something, they kind of missed
0: out. Yeah, I'm just like, look, look. At I, first of all, the man still looks good at like 50. Yeah. And for him to still be able to do the BME at fifty something years old is impressive.
1: I say for him to just be wrestling regularly, period, is impressive because most people at that age don't be wrestling, period.
0: Exactly. And You know what? He's one of the people like Jericho who, as he gets older, he does change his style up a little bit, so it can you know it can it can match a lot of things. But you know, what? I I give him. I give Christopher Dales all the credit in the world, man, because you know that, that that man is really a work of art. But like Marshawn Lynch, y'all know why we're here though. You, you know why we here. Hold on, hold on, hold That's on, the cake over. Yeah. Hold
2: on, hold on, hold on. Uh huh. You can't forget the lovely Brandy Rhodes.
0: Oh, Brandy's oh. looking Brandy was out there looking lovely. Okay. She was out there, you're right. I, I forgot about I, I forgot about Baby Girl. I'm sorry about that blessing. Brandy Rose out there there is looking just also oh great, and was talking about how she went out and she got some good talent for their women's division. She got one of them uh, Japanese sensations. I forgot. Uh, she's an up and comer. I forgot what her name was.
1: Yoki uh,
0: Sako Yeah. Well, she Saka-maka dropped you know drop kick your ass, and then uh, there was another another girl that came out. What, what was her name? Yeah, well, 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 yeah, that one, too. But who's the one that came out with the orange dress?
2: Right, uh, Riley
0: Ray. Kylie Ray. Kylie Ray, yeah. Didn't they sign Britt Baker also? Yes. Yes, I, I, I'm having to sign Britt Baker. And then uh, this woman comes out, uh, and she's talking, who looks like what everything Tamina inspires to be. <laughs> That's what she, she looks look like. did look
1: like Tamina in the face, though. I was like, oh. Somebody... Somebody
0: said she looked like Jordan Grace. I was like, no, don't do that. No, oh, wow. I was no. like, no, don't do that. Wow. No, I'm saying, but it's like everything like th- that. Tamita tries to do, she does it, and I'm like, oh, Tamita's mad already. Somewhere she's at, you know, as a Miles Samoan, she she's mad. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Brandi Rose is definitely gonna beef up the women's division. At first, I was like, are oh, y'all gonna announce like Rosemary? I would love to see. Rosemary. I thought they were going
1: to call out, uh, Emma.
0: Yes. The uh, way she was,
1: Emma is, is on the for... contract, and Rosemary is still on the contract. Oh, they, I mean, I they, they might I try to that, get but Tessa was, Blanchard. I was, the way she was talking, though, when,
2: when, when Kylie Rae, she, the way she was talking, I'm like, you sound Emma? Like, cause that's what it was sounding like.
0: Yeah, no I don't, way, know, I, yeah, I
2: don't, I don't A- know.
0: Emma, um, what's the other one? Uh... Tessa Blanchard, yeah, Tessa Blanchard, Rosemary. Well, I know, I, well, I know, Emma still with, with the Women of Honor, but look, me personally, yo, fuck Women of Honor, because they don't do the women right anyway. I will go over to AEW. Yeah, but she do you know, She already
1: signed the contract for like two years or something like that. So
0: yeah, I know. Yeah, you know. Because right I now,
1: really, I really think they should get Tessa.
0: Yes, because right now. Don't Ring of Honor kind of got that, that WWE deal going on? Because they got money also. They, once somebody signs a contract, they got to perform just in Ring of Honor?
1: Ring of Honor, yes. Ring of Honor and when starting to get exclusive contracts now because
0: of you know competition. Exactly. Man, competition just makes things better. It do. It makes things better. And trust me, people out there who don't believe WWE is paying attention. Trust me, they are. Uh, now after the lovely Brandy Rose comes out, I mean I know we, we do see Cody out there. He was using the beginning, obviously, the American Nightmare. But then, like I said, y'all know why we're here. Y'all know why uh, we here. Uh-huh. Q if Q Flow, if you've seen my reaction to it, you I, missed I did. Y- you miss how they were they brought Kenny Omega out. Since since me and you play Smash. Now you know, uh, Prime. I don't know if you play Smash or not. Nah, I don't. Okay, so the way they had what? it. Never mind. I, I, what? I,
1: I, hey, I don't play many video games. All right, my bad. Oh my goodness, to are it than as I have.
0: How? <laughs> yeah, bro. I, 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 Is he pouring? Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, 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 I need you get up on that Switch though, bro. But when you play Smash and you fa- you know you, uh. You're, mm-hmm. you're fighting for a certain time and then it just says a new challenger has approached that's how you unlock a character yep. so in this one Q they had somebody on their cell phone with this countdown and then as it did the silhouette of Kenny Omega came up like Smash Bros saying a new challenger has approached with him doing like, fire. yeah, the, the, yeah. Him, they're doing like the, the, the gunslinger hand and then of course Kenny Omega comes out and I'm that like that
1: all his idea too I bet
0: yeah, oh yeah, it, it had to be, because he, he know about the fighting games, and he comes out, and he has signed a full-time contract with AEW, so that answers everybody's question that he's not going so, to WWE. Yep, and he, there's
2: he, no there's no Seth Rollins wins, and Kenny Omega interferes out of nowhere.
0: Is it, now you know what, with my slight bias, I would have liked to see Kenny Omega go against Seth Rollins. AJ Styles, even Cena, Brock, you know, there's so many things in WWE that he could have went up against, hell, even a New Day, but I would have not wanted Kenny Omega to go over to WWE without his people and him being over there by himself, and I don't think that they would have, they would have, uh, did him right, so if he go over there with, with his people, I'm pretty sure, you know, they, they would take care of him over there, excuse me, so, I was like. They said.
1: uh I watched the interview after. They said he was a, a more all alone. He just couldn't say nothing. Like he was already executive vice president since the beginning. Since oh shit! Wow. But okay. you know he couldn't say anything because obviously contracts and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, you so right. They had to wait it out. But they said he
1: already knew from the beginning he was going to be executive vice president.
0: Well, damn. Well, there you have it. And as he's doing his uh his press conference, here comes my man. Mm-hmm. Why Rush? yeah, okay, he didn't come to collect. Uh, no, 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 no. He's over there with the Almighty. Uh, Chris Jericho makes his way out, and uh, I'm, I'm digging this whole Charlie Chaplin kind of mime looking gear that he be wearing, and they just start brawling. That's how it is. The Alpha and the Omega, and it has been said, it has been confirmed that at Double or Nothing we are getting Alpha. Versus Omega Two. Now, me per I thought we already had that match on the cruise.
1: No, they had a, a tag team match: Chris Jericho and the Young Bucks, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and Marty Skrull
0: Oh yeah, six man. Oh, okay, on that and that was on the cruise, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I wonder how how was the cruise like? Was it successful? Yeah,
1: they having another yeah, one. They're, about, they're doing another one, aren't they? Yeah. I think they're so successful that they're doing another one. They might just do it with all eight AEW roster.
0: I think I need to get on a Jericho cruise.
1: Yeah, after the last one, I was like, yeah, I kind of need to go.
0: So where did they go? Because usually crews like go somewhere, destination, and they come, turn around, and come back.
1: I think it's October or Look, September. No, yeah. no, he said, where did they
0: go? Where did they go? Oh,
1: they went to uh, the Bahamas.
0: Oh. oh. Did Did they see Jarrah over there?
1: So, I Had I no idea. I just know they, they, they all said it was fun. So that sounds like something I
0: want to go on. Just, just. well, I mean, the way your ce- celebrity schedule is taking off, you probably gonna be. You probably got a ticket. You just don't know it yet. We the ones that gotta work so. for it.
2: Mm-hmm. He probably backstage.
0: Exactly. So, uh, that's uh. That was pretty much the, pre- the whole press conference there. I didn't get a chance to live stream it because I didn't, forgot what time it came on but I did get to see the highlights of it and go back and watch certain segments that I want as they building up to Double or Nothing and hey I thought it was a great podcast. I'm actually excited for AEW and I, I can't wait to see what it looks like on TV. Do you think we get the TV deal before Double or Nothing or after? Uh,
2: probably after. Uh, I don't I mean, I I, I assume the TV, like, whoever they're in talks with for a TV deal is going to want to see what they can offer that, you know, like, on TV,
0: not on YouTube or something. So, yeah, I would say that they
1: announce it at Double or Nothing. That's
0: what I would say. Okay. The only thing is, I want them, like, this show, I want it to feel different. I don't want it to have that gritty indie ring of honor cam like ring of honor does or house of hardcore does when you got the one guy sitting all the way at the top of the balcony and you know they got that one shot of like kind of like a broadcast view and then you see it looks like a channel 48 show like ecw (laughs) used to look back in the day i want this to kind of have a production value of like i hate to say it like a wcw or wwe type thing now, they got, I mean, they're not going to just jump right into WWE kind of thing, but I'm saying it had a production point to the point where, you know, the hard cam and the cameras and everything looks crisp like in HD. Not, you know, gritty syndicated. T- yeah. So, all right.
1: First question is uh, with them having live shows, what kind of rings do you think they're going to be having for their live shows?
0: When you say ring, like, do you mean like six, Arenas. Seven? I mean arenas. Like, a, what
1: kind of arenas do you think? you think they going to have, like, a normal.
0: Five thousand seater, like a Ring of Honor, or how you think they are gonna do that? I think, I, I honestly, I think for right now, AEW in the beginning will be will, will be doing shows at like the Lea Court Center. Okay. Like Like if they, if they came to Philly, our big our big venue for in, indoor sports and stuff is the Wells Fargo Center. But if you have a smaller kind of thing where they do different kind of concerts or Valentine's Day concerts or when like TNA used to yeah. come. They'll go to the Leah Cour Center, which fits like you know a couple thousand in there. Yeah,
2: I was about to say Leah Course Center not small.
0: No, oh, no, no, no. It's not small by no means. But it's like like when TNA came here in two thousand nine, they didn't go to Wells Fargo. They went to Leah Court Center because Lear Center fit like three thousand, four thousand people. So it, you know it, it was pretty, it was pretty good when they had that in there. But I, I think that's how. Uh, they will start off first. It will be more than just an indie show. It won't be like you know, 500 people, but it will be more. It will be more like a we can get to the two, three thousands, and then as time goes on, as they start getting more bigger names, I think they'd be able to rent out bigger arenas such as Wells Fargo or Candle. You know, you know those kind of arenas, the Barclays Center and stuff like that.
1: Here again, getting the Georgia Dome for an episode of Nitro.
0: They 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 ain't there yet. <laughs> they not dare yet. What's the next? What's the next
1: question? Uh, I seen online somebody said that AEW is nothing more than a T-shirt company.
0: Wow. Like, where's the like the hate? Seriously?
1: Yeah, they, they 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 come. Okay, they said that, and then they said they their matches are. <laughs> This don't even make sense, but they said their their matches are overused. Like they seen Jericho and Omega, and they're tired of seeing that matchup, and they're tired of seeing the Lucha Brothers. And uh, tired they, of seeing that matchup. It was brothers. only one time. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like they, basically, I guess they was. I don't want to say WWE Mark. But, but they was on. They was on WWE side saying that they get new stuff every week, which I don't know what they watching. But you can't.
2: You can't be on WWE's side saying I'm tired of seeing this.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know what when, show they been watching. They probably been watching. That's NXT. What, I'm what
0: are y'all watching? In the year 2017, from August of 2017 all the way up to March of 2018, the Russell. Let me guess. Let
1: me guess. Is this ahead. is this the Seth Rollins and and uh, Kevin Owens one of the members?
0: this, this no. is the Seth Rollins. Kevin Owens, Jericho, and Roman Reigns. Uh, okay, yes. Okay. They yeah, okay have yeah. fought in all kinds of matches over and over again for that strand of like eight months. How
2: many times did we see Rollins versus Ziggler?
0: Yes. How many yeah, times did we tired. see how many times did we see Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin? <laughs> how many times in have we seen Sasha and Bailey versus the Riot squad? Oh
1: my, don't get me
0: started on Okay, <laughs> like seriously. You know, how how many times have we seen Daniel and AJ? How many times? Like,
2: Samoa and AJ. Like, half the season was Shinsuke versus AJ.
0: All last year, from uh, WrestleMania all the way down to June and Money in the Bank, they was just going at it in all kinds of different variation matches. Like, are you shitting me right now?
2: But, but
0: you don't want to see Omega Jericho 2. 2. 2, like... Yeah. 10. Not 12. 2. Like the actual and, sequel. The and, fuck and, out of here. And man. you know, see, the, first of all, this is the problem with these marks out here. These WWE marks. And that, and, and, and I'm not just going to just blame WWE marks. I'm talking about this wrestling marks in general. If you're a diehard wrestling fan, Okay, because right now I'm taking my biases out about video games and bullshit because that's not, that's not the point here. If you are a diehard wrestling fan, you should want AEW to work in the most capa- like, successful capacity ever because no matter what happens, WWE is not getting shut down. It's not happening, so people don't be scared, but when there's competition out there, competition invites change. And that's why when you have change, you have stuff that's fresh and new. And if you think Vince McMahon is not paying attention to what's happening, first of all, Vince had his eyes already peeled when an indie show sold out Madison Square Garden. I told you, that's the first time a wrestling company that's not WWE has sold out Madison Square Garden since the 60s. The 60s. I mean, you got people's parents. my wife my, my in-laws weren't even born yet when uh Vic uh, when when you know the the, the Vince Man's dad came in there and uh WWF was selling out Master Square Garden. What? And now you got these indie guys coming in there and sold it out on WWE turf? Yep. Vince ain't stupid and right now Vince is trying to do all the best he can to push the stars that we don't see on TV. All of a sudden, I see Apollo Crews every single week. If you had asked me where Apollo Crews was in the year of 2018, other than Titus Worldwide, where is Apollo Crews? In catering. Exactly. If you had asked, first of all, Mustafa Ali went from on the pre show at WrestleMania last year for the Cruiserweight Championship to pinning the WWE champion. And yeah, I mean, now he's on SmackDown as a main star that could possibly, chamber. could possibly could possibly face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. It could happen. It's not you know, that everybody talk ahead. all
1: this crap about two oh five live. Well, I think he's probably the most like best utilized person that came up so, like, lately, from NXT
0: and five Live, honestly. Exactly. And you, even though you may not like, they're pushing Mojo Riley. They put Sasha Banks in a championship match. They gave us Finn versus Brock Lesnar. You think this is because it's WrestleMania season? They know what's happening. They are scared. They have called an emergency meeting at WWE headquarters. They gotta make some changes because they know if these stars don't sign back within, in the, even if it's a ninety-day complete call, a ninety-day no compete clause, dumb stars don't care because after April was it May, June, July, they already over there at AEW wherever they want to be at and tear it down. And look. And Vince knows that he gotta go and put some of his, a lot of his focus on the XFL coming up next year as well so a lot of responsibilities is gonna fall on Stephanie and Triple H so but he's leaving them in a bind right now because this is the other than um this is, the, this is one of the most drop offs that people want to leave now I'm not saying that they're successful they're gonna let them out their contract but this is like the, one of the most times where it's like wow A lot of superstars, it's like almost 10 plus superstars want out, and they are trying their best to you know to push newer guys or or to try to keep them however they want. They're trying to make AJ happy no matter what he wants. They're they're, they're trying new things and they're trying to let the superstars get a little bit more into it because hey, they could just easily leave. So, did they want to be Marks and want AEW? To, like, fail, if it fails, we go right back to the same old WWE shit again. Yeah. That's how it goes. So I don't understand, you know, when these marks want to get up on there. Which actually brings, brings you to my next point. Dean Ambrose, the lunatic fringe, is leaving after Wrestle, or after Russell WrestleMania. His contract is up in April. And, <laughs> du- and WWE uh-huh. actually... Uh, posted because uh, this happened last week we didn't get a chance to talk about it uh, actually posted up actually like a very nice saying look hey Dean Ambrose is leaving and we really hope that we uh, work with him in the future and all of a sudden you see the thing like "Go, what happened to Dean Ambrose? Uh, first
1: of all I just gotta say wrestling fans are some of the st- smartest and stupidest fans in the world I'm telling you because when they first came, where it came out, that Dean Ambrose was leaving, they were like, oh, he ain't leave. I'm going to wait until WWE put out an announcement. WWE put out an official announcement, and they say, oh, no, it's it's just the work. They work on this.
0: So, it's like, what what do you want? Well, I'm like, right now, I really think, because the way Dean's career has been in WWE, I would be frustrated, too. Uh mm-hmm. huh. I was with his heel turn. He really get to do bro. I'm like, it failed. Oh, oh God,
2: that's what I'm saying. Like we wanted this, and they fucked it up.
0: And, but you know what? I'm not going to put it hundred percent on WWE. I will put some of the, you know, the blame on Dean Ambrose because, but uh, it's not going to be much blame. But I will put some of it on Dean Ambrose. Now, Dean Ambrose, I want y'all to name me. A standout Dean Ambrose matchup on his own. Uh,
1: other than AJ Styles at TLC.
0: I mean, you can say that one. Q, do you have one?
1: That's that's the only one. Uh,
2: mm, nope. Okay. None, oh wait. Uh, then him, him himself had a ladder match.
0: Yeah, Money in the Bank 2014. That was a pretty good one. Or 15, I think it was. 2015 it was, yeah. (laughs) So, Dean Ambrose has not had the most standout matches on his home like Roman and Seth Rollins have. And I do think a lot of that happens with Dean being more of a brawler type than being, you know, a very technical wrestling guy. Like, if if I see a Dean Ambrose versus a Daniel Bryan matchup, I'm not expecting a five-star classic in a regular match with Dean Ambrose. I need a hardcore stipulation somewhere, especially that that, that John Moxie character he played in CCW, which is fucking crazy. But he, he, Dean Ambrose reminds me a lot of Raven. And what I mean by that in Raven is Raven was a decent wrestler. I'm not taking it away that Raven wasn't a good wrestler. Raven has some great matches on his own, but he benefits from the hardcore wrestling style. And usually most of Raven's matches were those kind of hardcore style matches. You can't sit there and tell me what kind of a five-star Matt classic did Raven have. He's not that kind of wrestler. But if you look at somebody like... Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is more of a five star mat wrestling classic guy who can if need be do some hardcore kind of stuff you know what I'm saying yep and I think that's where the imbalance happens and I, I, and I also think that Dean Ambrose never recovered after the Stone Cold podcast what I, I,
2: happened on the Stone Cold
0: podcast so when, uh back when Stone Cold was doing the podcast on the network, you, you can check it out because he still have it on there. Dean Ambrose is not a very talkative, very expressive kind of guy. He's more of an introvert, and he's more of a guy who keeps to himself and don't like to go certain places. Stone Cold, if you ever see one of his podcasts, he's going to dig it out of you regardless, and he don't give a damn. He wants to know. So he was asking him questions about his childhood and growing up, and you can see how uncomfortable Dean was getting and trying to brush off the questions or hurry up and get through them. And then Stone Cold makes the comment, because at the time, Dean Ambrose was the WWE champion, and Stone Cold makes a comment at the time saying, you know, you're like a champion, you're not really main eventing, you've gotten complacent. And when he said that, Dean like shot up and looked at him like, who the fuck you talking to?
2: I'm I'm so mad that you're telling me this because I had dreams of like Dean and Stone Cold doing some bullshit at at an event. So now that you're telling me this, I god. Okay. Yeah,
0: I I would recommend you go back and watch. It's on the network. Recommend go back and watch the Stone Cold podcast and watch his like cuz he had great podcasts. Watch his podcast. I style. like Stone
2: Cold podcast. Yeah, I just didn't know this
0: happened. Like, yeah, yeah uh, did, I think, that, did, think Dean was the last one that they had on there, and he would say he got complacent, and a lot of people, Dean was getting mad because you know a lot of people actually got mad at Stone Cold, and more of the old heads kind of agree with Stone Cold, but the problem was that the climate is different here in professional wrestling, whereas Stone Cold can go back and yell at Vince McMahon and tell him what he don't like and what he likes about his character. Is saying, I'm not going to job to Jeff Jarrett, he can do that. Dean Ambrose can't do that. And a lot of these guys today can't go back and tell Vince McMahon what the fuck they want to do, or they're not reading stuff off the off these scripted promos because things have changed. The attitude era is way different than it was in this PG era, and it's like when we seen that uh, WWE 24, when Brock threw the belt at Vince... And Vince called him an asshole, name one other person in the company that can do that and get away I with it.
2: Can't no <laughs> if you if you aren't like a legend or something, like if you are a full time employee of the company, you can't get away with that.
0: There's only two people that I think that can get away with it. And that's Undertaker and R Truth.
1: That's it. Mark You
0: t- <laughs> And probably market okay. I would say Okay, but I,
2: all right. I I thought you meant like like people on the level of like
0: Stone Cold, The Rock, like no, uh, but even like still, like the the throw that the throw the belt, I'm like, the, no, but see, I'm just joking about our truth though. But it's seriously like only person <laughs> I ever see see getting away with that is Undertaker, and you know what I'm saying like you know, like you can't do the same thing. So ever since then, you know the whole complacent thing came up. Dean lost the championship. He never just regained. Dean Ambrose status, and he tried being the face, he tried being the heel, the whole WrestleMania thing with Brock happened, and he said Brock was lazy on him, because he had so many of these ideas, they really at times treated Dean Ambrose like the rare-headed stepchild, he just never got to that hump, now granted he had a very successful career, he cashed one money in the bank and cashed in the same night, Uh so he you know, became champion, that was good, he, was, he, he, was...
2: he got the Grand Slam champion,
0: Exactly. He 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 did. Team, he's had some good things in his uh life, but um, in his career, but it's just that he he never was able to just go to that next level. And I also think that comes with a lot of the bad booking, and it comes also a lot with the way his character is. Even when him and Dolph Ziggler had the match at Somerset, It was like it was a good match, but it. Dean Ambrose benefits from doing more of a hardcore style. Mm-hmm. Or more of a more of a brutal style, because that's what fits his character. And he just never got a chance to, for that to fit his character. So with him being fed up, I get it. Especially when he, he's supposed to have this new heel turn. When he turned on Seth, I was like, okay, I'm all for it. And they did nothing. They turned him into Bane. They, tur- they- Hey, man,
2: I like that jacket. I don't
0: care. I see you over there. Yeah. And then, uh, he He should have mask on Exactly Uh, he, um, says I need an injection to get away from this virus Of these people Who says that? Like, w- really? It who was. Not- it's funny
1: to get an injection On live TV?
0: Exactly, and on top who of that Who thinks entertaining? And, oh, Vince Thanks. So, and then he has to do Uh, like, um What, what was it? Oh, I forgot what I was gonna say about other shit that he had to do that was just just not in that character to do that. So, at, at, at me at the end of it, I'm fucking fed up. I'm over it. Well, so, speaking
1: on what he had to do, let's talk about what he gonna do, and that's job
0: to like <laughs> Nia Jax. To,
1: uh, he already lost the EC three. They're they're now doing Nia Jax versus Dean Ambrose at house shows. Really? Yes, it's called a special intergender special matchup. Oh
0: god! Are they actually thinking about pushing this at for a WrestleMania matchup?
1: Yeah, they gonna have Night Jacks win. If this happens at WrestleMania,
2: WrestleMania automatically drops one and a half letter grades.
0: Oh well, get ready to drop it. If not at WrestleMania, (laughs) then at um Fastlane, Fastlane, something like that. Yeah, because I'm like. I am going to say can't beat a chamber because they're in a the tag team match. They ain't going right. to win it anyway. You're right. Uh, it probably be at like a fast set or maybe uh, maybe at WrestleMania. I don't know. But I do know this. They better not upset Renee Young too much because they like Renee Young. Uh-huh. And they don't <laughs> want they, they to lose Renee Young too. If they want to, you know, fuck with her husband, mm-hmm. Dean Ambrose. So I'm just like, so, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they can ever, you know. Like say, hey, uh we we got a better contract for you, or whatever the case may be. But I I can't say he's beat up. He is the Iron Man. In 2016, Dean Ambrose wrestled more matches than anybody in the company. Damn. In 2016, he was the Iron Man of that company. And I think you know it could be a thing to see He could be taking a year off and don't want to wrestle at all. And I ain't mad at him if that's what he wants to do. But I really think with that WWE schedule schedule and the way they've been booking him, like, he's just over it. And maybe he can come back in the year 2025 to do one more SHIELD reunion because you can't have the SHIELD without Ambrose. But other than that, man, look, I think he's just over it. I really think he's over it. So, y'all thoughts on so Dean know. Ambrose leaving?
1: I, I, just hope, I'm right I
2: just hope, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with it, uh, because I want to, you know, I want to see him wrestle, but I want him to, you know, enjoy your job. Like,
0: Does he come over so, to AEW?
1: I mean, he could, hmm. because obviously they get more creative freedom and they probably include you more. So that was his whole thing is I want to be creative control. Yeah, so I, I would If that mind. is the case, then I wouldn't maybe mind. I, wouldn't
0: mind. Uh-huh. I wouldn't mind, yeah.
1: Do they have a lot of Hardcore guys over there Already I
0: don't think so I mean They got Pentagon So that's hardcore enough Yeah I'm
1: about to say That's yeah. one guy Pentagon will be doing Them uh, death matches uh, You, you said that like That's a bad You said like He's just a, a Normal guy No I'm just yeah. saying though, That's one person Yeah
0: I mean, but ha- Hangman yeah. Page Could do some Hardcore stuff also And George and, uh, jo- okay. yeah, and, and uh, jo- George Is all hardcore So yeah uh, Alright So I mean I mean, If, if they was To like go over there he, Dean Ambrose Is gonna have like A death match With Pentagon Which would be Fucking classic So You know As long as it ain't Sammy Callahan, You nasty fuck <laughs> So I don't know Where Sammy Callahan's Is at, at now These days <coughs> I really don't Um Also people That's trying to leave So everybody is saying What W saying We'll, saying, hey, we'll, we'll match Your contract For you If you just tell us What everybody else Is offering And then Here come a day With Tommy Like you know what I'm out of here. I I want my release. And WWE says, all right. And you know what? And he gets released. And you know what? Deep down inside, he says thank you on his Twitter, folks. But deep down inside, I really think that Hideo Tommy thought that WWE was going to fight for him a little bit. Nah. Nah. And you know what? A lot of things, it's easy to blame WWE. You know? And one thing is, I really can't blame... WWE about the failure of Hideo Itami.
1: Yeah, you can't blame him, but he said that's his fault too. So he said he can understand why they're not using him in that way. So he just wants to just just leave and start over. It's kind of what he said in his little letter.
0: Yeah, he kind of has to because when they first signed Kenta, they actually put him uh, signing the contract with Hulk Hogan. Like what? That 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 happened. Uh he gets over to NXT he has that strong style and he gets injured and uh, cause I honestly believe that the beast in the east he was supposed to beat Kevin Owens for that NXT championship over in Japan but they gave it to Finn Balor yeah, Finn
1: Balor was, Finn
0: Balor was was up there too in Japan but yeah so. but I think it was Hideo's time at that time but he got injured he was supposed to team up with Kota Bushi in the in the Dusty Classic and he got injured. That would have been a, fu- a, a hot tag team right there. Yeah, just do
1: this. Injury prone. prone. I mean, I, I will say some of it was his fault though cuz the man if you can't probably do a back body drop and drop him on his head, I
0: mean, no. Man, it, that's kind of not your fault. It was it was a rookie trying to do what the infamous Gold Dust Red Jordan power slam and he <laughs> didn't get him over and he laid on his laid on his neck. Like, yeah, so. I, honestly, it's kind of like how we seen Samoa Joe do that snap power slam to Dale O'Brien, but his head, like, skimmed the mat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, that happened to, to Tommy, but he actually hurt his neck. And I'm like, look, everybody can't do that snap power slam like Goldust or Randy Orton can. Like, you know, More they job. have perfected that move. So, when you're a rookie, you trying to do that? No, that's, that's, just, that's not what you do. But, uh... For, so, well, I, I have a
1: question about this. Yeah. Not, not about Hideo, but if they want to grant releases, why Why can't they grant the Revival their release?
0: Because that's just petty.
1: No, I'm saying because Hideo and Tommy said, I'm not doing good here. I kind of want to change. They're not using him anyway, so they can just get rid of him. If they're not using the Revival anyway, they were not use the Revival when they ask for their release. But so you know like, what? The, why do they the, care?
0: But the thing is, they just like uh, Hideo and Tommy... They had plans for the Revival, but the Revival was injury-prone, too.
1: Yeah.
0: When, but that's like, what I'm saying. I'm
1: like, if they want to leave, why do the WWE but care I'm just if saying, because right
0: now, they're healthy. And I, I think right now, they just and want all to, needs tag teams. They do, and, they, and I know... And they were very vocal about going to AEW. That's mistake number one. Don't be vocal and say, you're saying I want to go to AEW we're going to go face the Young Bucks Vin, so you're basically saying I, we, we're going to leave our contracts and we're going to go over to AEW and we're going to you know uh, go get, go on the other show even back when WCW was exist uh, existed all the other wrestlers didn't say hey I'm leaving to go to WCW other than Bret Hart but you, a lot of people did that though
1: I mean yeah so behind the scenes back then it was behind the scenes so yeah, ain't
0: nobody know that much so Vince is just Vince is being petty right now. Vince says, hey, look. Much. I'm not going to grant you a release, but when, when it comes to Hideo Itami, it's like you have plateaued here. There's nothing you can do. You were injured for 18 months out of your whole time here. You got to think. Hideo Itami came Ow. in WWE in what? 2016, I think it was? I thought it was before that. Oh, no. I'm, probably I'm, 2016. Sorry. No, no. 2015. 2015 he came. And within that time frame... Hideo Itami has been injured for 18 months and when he gets injured they don't just throw him back on TV they had to wait for a right moment to bring him back on TV and then he he got, he got gets injured again uh, not too long ago and then now he just starts becoming consistent on 205 Live and to the point where it's just like okay there's, right now the whole Aurora of Kenta is gone you're done. There's nothing more you can do. So, so, he has to go.
1: So, say we're like, say we like, maybe a year earlier, and, well, okay, not a year, like nine months earlier, and uh, Buddy Murphy asked for his release. Then they gave him his release? Because back then, he wasn't nothing.
0: I think they gave Buddy Murphy his release.
1: But then now, he's a star.
0: He's a star now, but this is, the, yeah. this is the star that he probably would have been a Ring of Honor or somewhere else. Okay. But you also got to credit, the change to Buddy Murphy was Triple H. Uh-huh. You know, you got to credit that also, because it ain't like Buddy Murphy said, yo, I got this character in me that's, that's deep down inside. Y'all not giving me a chance to show that. Triple H changed his character around and brought him up from NXT to 205 Live. So you got to credit Triple H, a lot of credit for the success Buddy Murphy is having. So there is no guarantee that if Buddy Murphy was to leave and get released nine months ago, that he would be the same Buddy Murphy that we like now. He probably would have still been the one with the long, stringy red hair and still, you know, still taking flips over uh, Blake. So, uh, So it's just like, okay... Like it they, they, they probably would have still been leapfrogging each other, just would have been better wrestlers. But other than that, I mean, but he changed the whole Buddy Murphy character around. So that, that that's what made it good. So, but Hideo Tommy is getting released. Like, how do y'all feel necessarily about it? I'm not really uh, bothered by it.
2: Yeah, I'm not. As long as he's happy, that's all that matters. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well. um I'm gonna move on to the next time we have here. Did anybody get a chance to see, first of all, did anybody watch the Super Bowl? Uh
1: I mean, if that's what you call it. You
0: know. I mean, yeah, you know. Now, of course, you you know, you got the older old school people. You know, I like a good defensive game. That's fine. You got the people you got the younger people that's like, you know what, the game was boring. And then you got the people that's in the middle, kinda like, I knew the Patriots were gonna win anyway because the Rams shouldn't have been there. So you didn't really care, and nobody really cared about Maroon 5 and Big Boy. Like, out of the rappers that get over, you get Big Boy. I, I got it. People got, got their own protest towards the NFL right now. But, other than the only good commercial they had during the Super Bowl, uh, the, the Super Bowl game, which was the NFL 100-year celebration, which I think was the, like, the best commercial they had, there was Halftime Heat that made a return. hmm did anybody get a chance to see Halftime Heat, the six-man tag? Yeah,
1: I watched that during the Super Bowl. I wouldn't. And yeah, I, I missed it. I was at work
2: during the Super Bowl, so I missed it all.
0: So
1: You didn't watch any of it? Nah. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I drive man. a truck, Prime. I can't watch TV and drive. Oh, cute. Oh, <laughs> okay, to put this in perspective, this is the most viewed NXT match ever. Really? Really? Yes. Yeah, I heard I,
2: heard, I heard it was the most viewed.
0: So, how was the match?
1: You didn't see it either? Or you just asked me? No,
0: no I did not get a chance to see Halftime. I wanted to watch it that day. But oh, I was doing something else. God. And I just never got back around okay. to it.
1: Yeah, I, I just want to say this match was crazy. They gave it time. But I think it was about 30 minutes. Because all the Super Bowl Stuff. Wasn't it the only match? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. But... It was it was
0: exciting. Uh Adam Cole brought back the Panama sunrise, which was I didn't know Yo, he was gonna do that. He get, he's allowed to do that? Yeah, he did it to ricochet. Oh well, I, I mean, well if we see Mysterio do it to Amis, I'm pretty sure Adam Cole could do it to Ricochet. Yep. Hey, it Q, was a lot it, of good up and down. Oh, Q if you don't know what the Panama Sunrise is, it's uh, Adam Cole's on the middle the middle rope and he jumps down and catches you in the Canadian destroyer. Ooh yeah! So yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a sick looking move. Very it, sick it was move. it was
1: spots here and there here and there, action crazy. It was action crazy. It wasn't like spot 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 spot, but it was like so wrestle, slow down, set up, spot, set up, tag in, tag out, set up, spot. It's like it was they they put the spots in the right place, in my opinion.
0: Gotcha. So who? Um, Hello who won the Hello matchup. The
1: faces won. Yeah, the yeah.
0: Fa- yeah, who got the pinfall?
1: Velveteen Dream.
0: Oh, they are strapping a rocket to the back of him too.
1: Cause they they ended it like you know how everybody do their finishers. Uh huh. But they did that's where everybody do their signature move, and then by the time that everybody do the finishers, just all the faces did they finishers to Adam Cole. Damn. Damn. So it was like a. It was like a. Um, Okay, you know how when somebody kick and they catch their foot? Yes. Al- Alistair caught Adam Cole's foot and spins him around. As he spins around, Alistair spins around with the black bats at the same time. It was nasty looking. Ooh. Oh, my boy. came out of nowhere with the 450 and then 15 hit the uh, Purple Rainmaker and that was it.
0: Yep, I got to go back and see this match then. I, yeah. I, I got to yep. do, do it some justice. I think what?
2: the full match is on YouTube, actually. Yeah.
0: Okay, I got to never check it out on YouTube. I think it's like 26 minutes long, so I'm definitely gonna check it out. Um, so guys, right now it is time for the NXT uh, review. So make sure let's go hit that music. Evidence, apathy, Evidence, apathy, All right, guys, NXT this past week. Did anybody see NXT this past week? Yeah, I,
2: I did. I caught the highlights.
0: Okay, so uh. Giant Gargano comes out first of all there was a tournament between 205 Live, NXT UK and NXT which Velveteen Dream won mm-hmm. so now he gets a title shot at any title that he wants so I was like okay cool I, I didn't get you to see the tournament because they didn't promote it at really much at all so uh, there you have it there so Johnny Gargano was out there talking about him you know finally becoming Johnny Wrestling again that Tommaso Ciampa comes out and says you know I'm not trying to rain on your parade and saying you know uh but I guess trying to tell him that he, he knew that, that that side of Johnny Gargano was in there all along but then Velveteen Dream comes out and uh you know plays everybody and goes past Ciampa and says he's done with him Dream over him and uh goes into Giant Organo and says, you know, he wants the North America Championship, which I was like, that will be a perfect championship for Velveteen Dream to have. So uh, they could cut kind a of promo what he says it's gonna be Johnny Russell or Johnny Jackass and the fans, you know, go crazy, but then uh Johnny Organo gets out the mm-hmm. ring and he's both at the bottom with Tommaso Ciampa as he goes to the back. So next week is it or is it in two weeks? Uh, I'm not sure. Okay, either next I think week...
1: think it's in two weeks. I think it's in two weeks.
0: Okay, I'll say either next week or in two weeks, we got Velveteen Dream versus Django Gano for the North American World Championship. Who wins that, guys?
2: Oh... I mean, I was crap. there, so I, I don't want no, to I was about to say, already, yeah. Oh. And no Q, that's not what happened. Oh, really? Nope. Wait. Did they... What, they have two matches? Because... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right, all right, all right. Never mind
1: then. Okay. So, I guess you don't know which one they're going to use, is basically. I don't, yeah, I don't know which one they're using then.
0: Oh, boy. Okay, uh, damn. So, we got spoilers. I thought it
2: happened already. That's why I'm surprised. Like, I, I thought, this is why, see, this is the thing that pisses me off with NXT. Y'all do all these pre-recorded and then live. Like,
0: I God, I can't keep up. I know. Look, <laughs> that's why I try I stay away as far away as I can. So okay, obviously I don't know what's going on here, so that's cool. Uh, yeah, I'm
2: okay. I, I I'm gonna keep it to my. Who do you think gonna win?
0: I want the Velveteen Dream to win, but for some reason I think it's a bigger picture in this whole DIY storyline thing. So I'm guessing it's going to be Johnny Wrestling. I I do believe it's going to be a great match because him and Jungle had a good match before. So I you know I'm not taking that away from them. So I I, I hope it's I hope it's a good match. But I'm hoping. Got my fingers crossed as Velveteen Dream. Okay. It's do, cool. You know, do cool something cool, do something different on uh um NXT for once because we rarely have title changes like on NXT other than like I think when Finn Balor beat Sami Zayn for the and NXT championship. Oh yeah, Chopper beating Austin Black on NXT. So you know it's good when you get those kind of Damn,
2: that was on NXT. I thought that was in a pay per view. No, no, that was on normal NXT. Jeez.
0: Exactly. Uh, hold on. Uh, wh- wh- what was the, What was the uh the, the next matchup? prime? the first matchup of the night. Uh, was I, it was it uh the dude from Forgotten Sons, or was it the other? Uh, I can't remember the order. Okay. F- uh, it was
1: Riddle and Gulak.
0: No. Okay. No, because that was the second one. Because it that was like a that was like a two match special with with the with the, with the Riddle and Gulak. Hold on. I'm actually looking up the. Uh, Maybe it was
1: Manny. It probably was Manny versus um versus uh Blake Cutler, Jay Cutler. I mean Jack, uh Cutler from the from the Forgotten Sons.
0: Okay, uh, you know what? You are right, Jason Riker. Yeah, I believe yeah. yeah. Uh, Jason Riker defeated. whoever the fuck that is. Well,
1: that's Manny. That's, that's, uh... I know these people for it. Uh, that is... He was... How how can I explain this? Because you've seen him before. He was in Saudi Arabia. He's from Saudi Arabia.
0: Okay, well, first of all, the Forgotten Sons are boring to me. Mm -hmm. They they really are. And I'm like... They're Forgotten. Yeah, they they are. I'm like, how y'all come back and y'all still... Nobody still don't give a fuck about y'all. So, you know, they actually were society (laughs) right now. See,
1: I didn't like them at all. But then <laughs> I may have to tell the story off the air. I probably I wait till off the air. But yeah, they kind of are jerks in real life.
0: Okay. No. Oh. Probably so. Yeah. Um. Next up, we get a match between Drew Gulak, who we thought was part of a 205 Live. Drew Gulak comes out facing Eric. But who is this guy?
1: This dude is crazy. I say it like that.
0: He comes out like a mixture of dude, love, and Hakeem, the African dream, that, in, in meaning of dancing-wise. And I'm like... And disco Inferno. Yeah, first of all, we not going to play Disco Inferno like he couldn't. Like, disco Inferno was one of those guys that couldn't dance, but danced good enough to fit his character. Yeah, this guy just couldn't dance at all. I was like, he was just in there doing violent movements. Okay, Goulet took him out. Uh, he goes on the mic and says, you know, he is the best technically sound wrestler, which does sound very familiar. Crispin, can't talk about that. So, uh, but then Matt Riddle comes out, bro, and he kicks off the flip flops and they have a good matchup, him and Gulag. I'm glad Gulag got some shine. And first of all, this is what a Matt-based wrestling classic right here because they were to try to get the advantage of each other, try to make each other... Tap out and do all the kind of things. And look, I am enjoying more and more Matt, Matt Riddle as I see him, especially because he scares me wrestling barefoot. If I was, I, I was going to just step
1: on the toes. Because
0: every time somebody wrestles barefoot, when you go back to Von, uh, it was Keith, uh, Kevin Von Eric and you go back to Rusev and how they hurt themselves wrestling barefoot, I'm like, bro, please don't break nothing.
1: See, Russo made a whole new change. He started wearing knee pads.
0: He wore every day because once he broke his foot, he was like, ah, shit, I just put some shoes on. Because he was definitely wearing a barefoot, but maybe because he was too heavy, though. But this match was good as uh, Matt Riddle makes Drew uh, Goulette like, with the bro Submit Bro mission, is that what he calls it?
2: The bro, I honestly, I don't know. Uh.
0: Yeah, I, I know, I know, I know. This is like, what the fuck, the hell.
1: You can't, you can't tell me Matt Riddle don't be hanging out with RVD in his past.
0: bro. It's the same guy. Sometimes I be thinking
1: <laughs> it's the same guy. I'm not even talking guy. about the surfer dude. I'm not talking about the surfer dude. Get me. I'm talking about
0: the... you talking about Char Claw dude. No, I'm
1: talking about RVD. I'm you talking sh- about like the Stephen A., as Stephen A. Smith would say. Okay, stay off.
0: You're still off, Yeah, for real, because he, he is just so mellowed out, bro. It's amazing. Uh, backstage, you get a little promo between uh, uh Adam Cole and Ricochet, which is going to result in a match next week between them two, so I already know that's going to be good. That's going to be good. Because right now, I don't know what Adam Cole's thing is, but you're preparing him to come to the main roster, so... That I mean, it's about time the there They lost all their championships, so it's about time they start I don't, I don't them. know. I
1: don't know. If the, I don't know. If the other team come up yet.
0: Like what you mean?
1: Because other than War Raiders, what other good tag teams are there?
0: Well, they're trying to build some right now.
1: They're trying think, to build yeah. some. They got okay, but points, uh... I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just tell you. Well, never mind. Probably next week. But they had all their tag teams come out, and when they came out, I was like. Yeah, ain't
0: nobody standing a chance against
1: War Raiders. And they That's got great. your boys, uh... Street Pro, Street
0: Profit. Yeah, I... I are, we really think, are we really about to believe Street Prophet's gonna beat the World Raiders, though? Now we got Angel Dawkins on your team. So, you know, <laughs> this happens. Danny uh,
1: Burch, only Lorcan, they all right, but... Uh.
0: Main Event time, Bianca Belair, and the Sky Pirates. I never knew they called themselves that. Uh, they just made that up. Yeah, Eo Shirai and Kyrie Zayn. Versus Shayna Baszler, Jessamyn Duke, and Marina Shafir. Let me go off by saying this. If they were planning on having a horsewoman versus horsewoman match, either at Mania, which is not going to happen, or like within the next six months, I would seriously retract that idea. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, okay, we got to build this up for for next year, because uh, Marina Shafir and Jessamine do got some things they got to work out. Of course. And I'm not just talking about rusties, skills. I'm talking about ring awareness, camera awareness, storytelling, selling. I, they got a lot of shit to work on. I'm just like, okay, Shayna obviously has it now. Ronda has it. She gets thrown off a little bit, but they don't have it. And you're not going to put them in a high-profile matchup with four of the best women's wrestlers ever in Charlotte, Sasha, Becky, and Bailey, who've all been women's champion before? It's not, nah. It's like, by storyline, they, like, in real life, they should be able to beat them, they're UFC women. But in storyline, there's no way they should be able, the WWE 4 horsewomen should get their ass whooped. Period. So, watching this matchup, seeing Bianca Belair, you know, show off her strength. By the way, shout out to Bianca Belair's Black History attire. Uh-huh. It, it also, that, that was fire. I had to steal a Q-Flow line right there. That oh, yeah, was fire. that was fire. <laughs> I, 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 it was, I, was, I was looking close. They showed it close on Facebook. I was like, oh, I like that. Uh, community Creations, get to it, please. It's February. Oh, they
1: already
0: got it. Oh, They got it up on there?
1: Well, I got mine before before NXT came on, so I already know they got it. They
0: probably got it on PS4. Okay, well, I mean, you got Xbox, though, so I would say, you know, sometimes they got things different on there, but I'm going to check it out, though, see if they got it on there, I'm like, yeah, I could use that Black History attire, just saying. But, uh, you know, uh, very innovative moves. Bianca was playing a face in this matchup. I don't know, and I like how they did at the end, where, um, at first, Bianca goes for the KOD, and then the, the horsewoman break it up, then... Uh, Kyrie Zayn just drops down, cross body on the outside. Shayna Baszler's in the ring. Io Shirai hits a hits a moonsault on Baszler, better than Charlotte. Sorry, and uh, pins Baszler. So they all celebrating the ring and all hugging. And Bianca Belair looking at looking like in the corner of her eye, like, are y'all serious? Like, don't try to take my moment. So I like how they still had her kind of being kind of heelish. No, oh, right. I'm
1: telling you right now. The next set of tapings, they probably going to fight. Who? Bianca and Karisane. Did you not see what Zane did to uh, Bianca's
0: hair? No, I missed that. What'd she do?
1: She took the ponytail to and started swinging it around. Bianca was like, girl, get off my hair.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, no. Don't, don't do that. Stop, uh, stop, stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. And, you know, I had to end with this because speaking of Bianca, so does anybody listen to Sam Roberts' podcast?
1: Oh no! Nope. <laughs> I haven't listened to his podcast, but I saw what he said on the beginning of the uh, takeover.
0: Okay, so now here is a thing. So some things were said. So Sam Roberts had made a comment saying that Bianca Belair did not deserve to be in that spot at Takeover Phoenix with Shayna Baszler. She's not ready yet. It was a waste of a match, and she's you know she's just not ready. To be in that spotlight. If you're asking me if Bianca Belair is good or ready for that spotlight, ask me after March how I feel about that. So, a lot of people took to uh, what was very angry about that, and they actually brought up some like racial overtones saying you got a problem with Bianca Belair because she's black or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. These things happen in the world. And uh, Mark Henry, Hall of Famer, said that Sam Roberts should apologize to Bianca Belair. Well, Sam Roberts says that he wasn't going to apologize uh, for this because he it's his opinion of how he feels about Bianca Belair. And then you had some pe- you know, people thinking that because of the way he answered, that he had somebody in his ear, so it, you know, he was a work, but he comes out and says on his podcast that it was not a work, that he was saying his, that he brings him there to express his feelings. So I wanted to know, you know, how do y'all feel just real quick about the, uh, Sam Roberts comments he made about Bianca Belair.
1: I just want to know what he said. I was like, dang, he just burying her for no reason. Like for no fucking reason, no reason. That mean, that made me think she was going to actually win. So she could just taunt it in his face, honestly. Uh, huh.
0: how about you? But, uh, oh, oh. Yeah. You go, um, yeah,
2: no, no, no. I, I agree with prom. Like it's, like you, are just dogging her for what? It was it was unnecessary in my opinion, man. That's 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 really all I got.
0: Uh,
1: I could understand if he just gave a normal answer, but he had to go on and on and on and, on and keep dogging her. Like he, he had like a long extensive answer to why he don't like her, and it was like, oh, what did she do to you? Uh
0: huh. Uh I will say this. uh, uh how's I agree both ways because, on one side, everybody has an opinion. It's like an asshole. Everybody has one. And you are entitled in this world, you are entitled to your own opinion, and you don't have to like somebody that somebody else likes. Like, for instance, you know, our, our friend Chubbs, who don't, who, who's not really on the show. He hates Dean Ambrose, but we have J.D. Moxie, who's, who's on the show, who loves Dean Ambrose. So, you know, and then there's different opinions of, you know, why you may like this person, why you may not like this person. So, I can understand, you know, not wanting to apologize because it's your opinion. If you feel that way about Bianca, he didn't, he didn't call her any names or anything of that nature. However, I will not sit here and say that that was a waste of a match by no means at all I enjoyed the match I was actually excited for one of those matches and for all the things that Bianca Belair has done now granted I when I looked at the matchup I'm sitting there saying to myself she don't need to be on the main roster just yet she benefits from staying at NXT and learning the all the ropes like in my personal opinion she's like Bailey Bailey need to stay there for like that extra year to help her get her ready for the main roster. Same thing goes for um Sami Zayn, who some people just need to stay an extra year before they go up there to the main roster. And I think Bianca Belair benefits from another two years in NXT. Before she even Honestly, goes- I think
1: they should just disband the whole thing. You know what you mean? They should just disband the-, the whole myth of going up to the main roster. Honestly.
0: I mean, you know, I'm cool. You- I'm cool with that too.
1: Because I'm saying, if you Triple H, and you build these people from the ground up to where you want them to be, where everybody want them at, take them to the main roster to get nothing in return. That's got to be frustrating.
0: It is. And also, one, it's not everyone, but it is the majority of them. But the the problem with that is, you're dealing with one hour of NXT. And you're dealing with tapings. And then when you want to start keeping people in NXT, it's like, okay... We don't have the time to for all these superstars because pretty soon, when you got a lot of superstars, you'd be like, "Damn, where the fuck is Keith Lee? Like he ain't been seen in four, four to six weeks." He's probably like, one of
1: the ones that they that they say probably need more training.
0: Is that? But the, but the thing is, a lot of people don't understand is that even though NXT is hot because they're not just having you know. Fresh talent come up that they have homegrown, they have indie talent come over as well. But a lot of indie talent needs help on promos or he needs help knowing where the camera, the hard cameras is at because they don't have that in like Ring of Honor or House of Hardcore or CZW and things of that nature. So you, you have to learn about that kind of stuff. Prime example Roderick Strong. You know, prime example Apollo Cruz, who should have stayed down there. He, Apollo Cruz is one of the kids that came up to the main roster way too early. Dana, you see, three came up too early too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dana Brooke, way too early. Way too early. Put a, <laughs> and, put a know, lot of wise on the end of the way. Exactly, and I'm like, so those people would have benefited from about two more years in NXT. <laughs> Apollo Cruz didn't even say a whole year in NXT, and I'm like, why not? Because he either did uh EC3. Exactly. Like, you you, you can benefit from that. I, but I think Bianca Belair is one of the people that can benefit. So I'm not – if Sam Roberts would have had that opinion, I'm like, fine, you can have that opinion. I don't agree with your opinion. But, I mean, you're a child to have your opinion. I mean, I, I can't get mad at everybody that says they have an opinion. But I don't think the match was a waste. And I think Bianca did well in that matchup. But there are still some things she has to patch up. Because two years ago – or last year was it? Was it two years ago? I think yeah. Shayna Baszler wasn't the greatest at all, but look at her now. Shayna Baszler has benefited greatly from NXT, which I hope her other horsewomen do as well. So I mean,
1: yeah, yeah like you said though, it is an opinion. So for people to be talking about, tell him he need to apologize and stuff, I think the only way he'll apologize is. Is if she proved him wrong. Other than that, if he don't see she's improving anything, then it's his opinion. Where he gon' he can't, you know, sugarcoat it because people don't like it.
0: I mean, that's just that's the way it is. I mean, honestly, if people were just more honest with each other in the world, sometimes it probably could be a better place. But that's just you know my personal opinion. And like I said, I don't hate Sam Roberts. I don't listen. I, I, I. It's not like before. I was all listening to Sam Roberts podcast by any means, but I'm just saying, but I'm just saying that, you know, that right there, I believe, is something that, you know, you can have an opinion on, but I still don't think it was a waste of a matchup. All right, so that was, hey, I think we had a pretty strong podcast today, fellas. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. I think. All right. Well, think it's time. Good. Huh?
1: I we did good.
0: Yes, which I think it's time to end it. With the email. We finally got ourselves an email. So how do you guys send us an email? Well, you guys can email us at therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. Once again, that's therealnerdcoalition at gmail.com. C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N. You can find it in the About tab. Over, If you're watching on YouTube or, like I said, it's, it's, uh, write the email down. If you to us on the podcast apps. So our good friend... Rudy Pomales has wrote us in, and he had a question. WWE recently just released, in their personal opinion, the top five United States champions ever in WWE history. And this now, does anybody know the five?
1: Uh, I know Ric Flair and Sting is on there. And Cena probably. I think Cena's on there, yeah. Okay, so. And.
0: Here, uh, Bret Hart. Is okay. On there. Here are the five that WWE says are the top five greatest. It, it says the five greatest United States champions of all time. You guys ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Number five.
1: Victory, so I'm pretty
0: sure they ain't
1: going to say
0: nothing to mine. Number five, Dean Ambrose. Okay. Number four, Ric Flair. <laughs> okay. Number three, Rick Rude. Number two, okay. John Cena. Number one, Lex Luger. <laughs> so okay. so right. Of course, uh our good pal Rudy wants to know uh since he does not agree with this list and WWE, you know, does that, he wants to know who are our top five greatest United States champions ever. So I want us I told y'all about it to the call with the top five Uh, United States champions. So, I want to hear what your list is. So, Prime Time, we'll start with you because you know you are one of the masters of the top five. What are your top five United States champions? This is this is
1: in my personal opinion, just because of what I remember seeing, what I remember seeing from when I was watching like constantly, constantly, and when I go back and watch, this is what I see as as the United who I see as United States champion this is in no order because I just went back and looked at these but it seemed like Kofi always had the belt I'm not saying he's like the greatest in. they just seemed like he always had the belt to where it's like okay I had to give him some credit for something at least uh I have so statistically I say Dean statistically because he has a lesnar like title reign which only had like what eight five title defenses yeah um, I remember MVP having the title for a long time too. Who? MVP.
0: Yes, MVP was the United States champion for a minute.
1: I remember he had it for like two hundred, maybe three hundred days or something in that nature.
0: Mhm. Uh,
1: Bret Hart. I remember him having the WCW United States Championship for a while. He had it like I think five times, four times, something in that nature. Uh huh. I see Bret Hart, and then um, Cena. I have to say. And we gave seen a lot of a lot of slack, but the US Open Challenge was probably one of the best things he ever done. But uh it it, it kind of gets overused now. But back then when he was doing that, I think it was a good way to, like they said, bring new challengers and new matchups and stuff. And he did kind of elevate their mid card when they didn't have anybody at all. So I gotta give my props to him.
0: Yeah. Uh, Q-Flow? All
2: right, now my list gonna be a little different because I wasn't around for a lot of uh, U.S. title reigns. Uh huh. So, um, now, now, I know Kofi. I agree, Kofi. I heard he was he was he was killing it with that title. So <coughs> I'm gonna throw Kofi on there. I I definitely remember Cena doing all of them open challenges. So I'm gonna throw Cena on there. Um, see, this is where it gets a little. I yeah, mean, a little more recent for me. I'm gonna throw AJ there. Uh huh. And what's that three? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got AJ. Um. Oh boy, this is a little. This is this is hard. Uh. I don't know. I mean, the. uh God, this is a little difficult. Just because, like, I haven't seen a lot of U.S. title rings. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh. I guess I could I guess I could do Kevin Owens.
0: Okay.
2: I could do KO and then uh one more one more hmm. uh Jeez. I, I... god I do not know.
0: Oh I mean as long as you say the big shot yeah, I'm cool. I yeah,
2: I don't I don't know. know. like like even now it's like I'm looking at a list. And I haven't seen, like, I've only seen, like, 10% of these title reigns. So...
0: I got you. I don't... I don't yeah. Hey, well, Mr. A.
1: Yeah? I
0: yeah. want
1: to try to predict who's on your list.
0: Okay, cool, because, okay, because you know I'm an old head when connor's watching the wrestlers, so who do you think is on my list?
1: Is Booker T on there anywhere.
0: Booker T is on my list.
1: Okay. I, I, I had a Booker T...
0: Thing is actually not on my list. Okay, okay. So you talking about the old WCW? I
1: gotta go back then.
0: Yeah. There's
1: yeah. Brett on there? Cause Brett was
0: on mine. Brett on yours? Actually, I thought no. I I, I didn't count Brett because I didn't like Brett's run in in, in ninety eight ninety nine with it. And I, as I, long I,
1: as we not talk about his uh, twenty ten reign, and I'm
0: good. Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I wasn't a big fan of the Brett reign in WCW. The Miz. No. Actually, the Miz oh. is not on my list.
1: Okay. I see titles in the next one, whoever asked that. Yeah. Uh, who else? I'm trying to think of who else could, could you have on your list?
0: Okay, okay, well, number five is Booker T. I think a lot of okay. times Booker T gets overlooked, but he was the mid-card general. He and, look, I, I, I got to say the name. Him and Crispin Wilde. Oh, okay. Him, I'm just going to say that. N- no, him and Crispin Wilde are the reason why the best of series matches work. They started that thing. And now, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not saying they actually started it, but they turned it. They made it popular, and they were fighting for that United States Championship. And, uh, and they, they thought it was so
1: good, they did it
0: again. They, they did it With again the, as well. Yeah, and then we'll uh, it, yeah. also, him and, him and Cena had a good best of five series for yep. United States Championship as well. And for some reason, like... Uh, the, the, the matches that Booker T has had in his United States Championship run, and you know the way he kind of took it seriously, especially in WCW when that was their Intercontinental Championship belt, I thought you know him actually being one of the, one of the people that actually got the best of series matches. Popular, you got to put him on a list for that. Number four, you got to have Ravishing Rick Rude. You, oh, okay, you got to have okay. Rick Rude on there. When I was watching WCW. And the matches him and Steve Austin was having And the matches with him and Sting and Rick and Steamboat was having You know, Rick Rude was a man among men And I was a huge fan of Rick Rude And, you know, he never won the big one uh, yeah. the, You know, the actual championship But to me, watching Rick Rude at that time That was the big one Because he made it seem like it was the big one That's back it's in the day weird.
1: Huh? It's weird that I—it's weird that I always associate Rick Rue with the Intercontinental Championship,
0: it's not the United States. Is it, you know, see, I, I watched WCW. That's why. You know, that's when I was coming up. Um, number three is one of my homies, Barry Wyndham. Oh. I'm I used. Oldie. Okay. I—it was between Barry Wyndham or Magnum TA. Oh. Okay. It was between them two for me because. I, I love watching Magnum T.A. as the United States Championship back in the you know the early days of WCW, but I had to go a little bit with Barry Wyndham because the career lasted a little bit longer. He was more of a multi-time champion. I like to see the battles that him and Luger had, which brings to my number two is I put Luger on the list. You can't not—now, despite the things you may say about Luger, uh, Rick, when I see Rick Flair on the list, I know Ric Flair's on the list because he's Ric Flair. But I always associate Ric Flair with the big gold belt. He's always been the world heavyweight champion. He has been the, the battles him and Luger has had, though, but Luger, like a five-time, I think, United States champion, and the matches, like... The United States championship has actually brought Luger to the forefront of actually wrestling because I think Luger had a better wrestling career in the NWA and WCW than he did in WWF. No, of course I mean of course Until you know The mid late 90's happened, he became Luger's dead It's now just a total package Like I don't like, so, yeah, yeah No And then or no. uh,
1: Luger
0: Yeah I, I like that So yeah but, but But the early WCW days And NW, NWA days And as many times as he defended it And you know How he carried it Luger goes Number two And number one Is Cena okay. Cena okay. For two things Cause number one Cena made the United States Championship cool. Okay. And when he first won it, he acted like he won the world championship and he blinged <laughs> it out and put the spinner on it. I don't want it. So I knew, I knew he was gonna bring that up. That's you know, why I didn't say it. Bro, I'm just saying well, he bought the spinner, but he bought that spinner belt up and he was champion and he was going with uh the fuse with JBL, the big show, Carlito Carlibian cool. Back when he had those them three names Uh, and and Booker T that United States Championship really brought Cena to the forefront to get him ready for the world championship and then the second run with it which he brought them open challenges really that was a really great idea and every week you see Cena going up against a lower card or mid card guy and they having good matches everywhere from Ambrose to Stardust to Cesaro to Sami Zayn to I gotta say that was
1: the best though which Cesaro one? one
0: was the best. Yeah, Cesar was the best. Uh, even Samson who hurt his shoulder still had a good match for 12 minutes. Yeah. I hurt even-
1: shoulder doing your entrance,
0: though. <laughs> even Xavier Woods. Yeah, yep. You know, and I'm just like, you know, so, and every week when he had the open challenge, you're sitting there thinking like, yo, really, who's going to come out? Because you know it's not going to be no big name that's going to come out because it's all about the lower card guys. So you're always curious to see who's going to come out. And you're like, "See, going to carry them to a good match. So, yeah, you, you have to put Cena at number one. So, that's my top five uh top United States champions uh, of all time. Now, if we're Now it, they do it as a joke, though. Huh? Oh, yeah, it's a now joke they do it, now. it as a joke. seems like
1: everybody that had a United States Championship has to do open challenge. And it's just, like,
0: redundant. It's, a, it, 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 it's really killed, but nobody takes, you know, pride in the belt anymore. So, the United States Championship really is just like a, a dead title. It's just there just to have a big card belt on whatever Man, the IC show.
2: The title ain't doing any better.
0: Exactly. So, so and even if, if I pick IC, oh, that, that would have been a good list right there. Mm-hmm. And the IC title. He, well, my number one is
1: easy. So
0: it, it, Yeah, it's Jericho.
1: Yes, and then the Miz.
0: And the, Jericho and, then, and the Miz. Yeah, then, but I gotta put Perfect on that list too. Yep, Perfect. Yeah. So, uh, that is all for today's show, guys. So thank you all, guys, for uh, tuning in for us. You know we got a lot packed into a ninety-minute show, so that, that, that was pretty good. Sorry we missed last week, but you know Kingdom Hearts was just that good. Make sure you guys check out the live stream and check out uh, them doing the live stream. I, I I do appreciate y'all going through all that for the oh, channel. yeah,
2: it was fun. Yeah,
0: it was fun because there's no way I, when they when they was posting them streams, I was like, wait, five hours and forty-seven minutes what bro but you know what I've been into a game that long before when I was like younger but I was just like but like now since I got so many responsibilities I can't remember playing a game for longer than 45 minutes unless I'm recording something for YouTube but just like the actual play it and stuff like that I can't remember unless I actually like game that hard so it was actually kind of cool to see y'all gaming that hard again so I appreciate that so uh, once again, guys, you guys can find us at The Real Nerd Coalition at gmail.com. Once again, it's The Real Nerd Coalition at gmail.com. Uh, C O A L I T I O N. Make sure you guys check out all the great content we have up on the YouTube channel, especially with the news of Mortal Kombat 11. New news is dropping every single day, it seems like. When it comes to Mortal Kombat 11. But you guys know I will be covering it. Universe mode is back in full effect. Hopefully by the time you listen to uh, this podcast. Yesterday was Velocity. So make sure you guys check out that episode of Velocity as well. Uh, Also make sure you check us out. On all the podcast apps. Stitcher, Google Play, Speaker. We're now on SoundCloud no more. But we're on Apple Podcasts. And you guys can listen to us on YouTube Premium. If you prefer to listen to any of your content. or Or podcasts on YouTube. So that's it for us uh, this week guys make sure you guys check out Spaces Philly the production cover we're a part of check out the Lulu and Pop and Both Sides along with checking out our shows the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling Podcast the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast uh Hip Hop Culture and Beyond and Drunk Thoughts Sober Tongues next week will be Elimination Chamber Predictions so uh, cause that pay per is coming up on oh god all, that pay-per-view is coming up on all uh, you know it's fucked up because did I got a lot of shit going on that weekend? Cause one, I know y'all don't know me that well to know that I watch All Star Weekend faithfully, February because I love the Boss basketball I've been watching it and taping it ever since two thousand three. So it's like it's like, it's like it's like I ain't got no problem with that. I do too. Oh, yeah. I don't now, know what it, what it is about it, but I do too. I know, but this year probably going to suck like last year did. But you know what? I still watch it. Along with it being Valentine's Day weekend. And the first Valentine's Day, I'm getting married. So I'm like, God. And then it's the same weekend that I'm going to have a huge dumpster right in right in my driveway at my house, taking down my garage. So uh, I, I got a lot of shit going on. Uh, this. Uh, the next weekend, and it's Presidents Day weekend, so that means my son will go to school on Monday. Yep. So, um, yeah, you going to be busy. I, bruh, like you don't even know, but you know what? We're going to make it, and I'm going to find a way to watch Extreme Rules. I mean, not, damn, see, Elimination Chamber, my bad, so I'm going to find a way to watch that and the All-Star Game because I like the way they be drafting the teams now, Prime, so I think it'll be kind of entertaining. Yeah, it'll be,
1: uh, it will be entertaining,
0: to say the least. Well, I, I, well, I mean, the game was entertaining uh, last year. They made a game-winning shot, so that, that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, but the Saturday nights have have been trickling down. They get they was up for a little minute with Zach Levine, but then now they trickling. Yo, that the down. the
0: last good Saturday night they had was Zach Levine versus Aaron Gordon in that dunk contest, and then they just yep. fucked it all yep. up. So three point contest gonna be
1: good
0: though. But you know, who who are the dunk contest this year? Do you know?
1: Uh, the only people like the person I know is, uh, no, actually, I don't
0: even know. Don't even know. They announced no names Yeah, I don't know either.
1: Yeah. They did, but I don't know. I only know the three-point contest because all of them are big names. Slam dunk contest
0: is not really no names. Oh, my God. Y'all is, you know what? This is why I need to be an, an athlete go <laughs> relive my basketball days so I can be a big name and kill all these people in the dunk contest, just saying. But that's just I,
1: me. I think I'm going to like the three-point contest better. It got everybody in it. Oh wow. But uh Yep. Yeah, we gotta <laughs> our, our <laughs> rest of
0: the fans probably talk about it. why are they talking about sports? Man, look, it's what uh, you know, most of the ways of sport though. I'm just sorry. But you know what? Hey, that that does it for our show and everything. So once again, this is NC the place to be. Chill to stay in the uh not Deion Sanders, but prime time. All right everybody. And the man of the, the reality, Q flow flow the rookie. All right, take it easy. Take it easy, everybody. And Qflow, take us out.